This is Live Well Talk on inpatient cardiology. I'm Dr. Dustin Arnold, Chief Medical Officer at UnityPoint Health, St. Luke's Hospital. Joining me today is Tiffany Ellers, a nurse practitioner with St. Luke's Heart Care Clinic, to share with us what inpatient cardiology is and why some cardiac patients may need to stay in the hospital and more. Tiffany, welcome. Thank you. You've been nervous about this podcast, haven't you? Yeah, I have been. <laughs> well, just relax. We're just going to talk about inpatient uh, cardiology and why people are in the hospital. But I think we ought to back up a little bit and talk about the evolution of inpatient care from a standpoint of in 2006, we started the hospitals program here at St. Luke's where doctors were just dedicated to taking care of inpatients. And, and that's evolved over the years uh, just to where it's just logistically almost impossible for a doctor to be in the clinic and cover the hospital. The patients are too complex. You know, the time I remember my dad had uh, some benign surgeries here for a week, no problems. It's just, you know, people stayed here for a week, right? Right. right. You know, so you, half your service was just people recovering from surgeries that now are done as outpatients. So that's all kind of changed. And on the cardiology side, I would say, what, are you one of the first, I mean, three years ago, four years ago, prior to the pandemic, uh, you, you got on with cardiology, I got right? on about four years ago. Yeah. 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 So they kind of shifted their structure to where they divided up in teams. Mm-hmm. And I know you're part of the inpatient team. So kind of tell us what, what, what that means. Um, I just work here in the hospital. So I see all cardiac patients, um, patients with cardiac concerns or problems throughout the hospital. So sometimes we even see patients in OB or psych, um, so including all the floors. Um, basically, we see patients with heart failure, patients coming in with MIs, um, patients who have valvular disease, patients who have arrhythmias. And then um, we kind of divide those up into the different service lines because cardiology has different service lines, including um, the electrophysiology line, the structural, the uh, interventional, uh, heart failure, the general team. So we have a big service. I would say cardiology, PC, which is Unipoint Cardiology now, as you know, was really actually fairly visionary under Dr. Senior Pavani's leadership and Long Anger and Rader, Dr. Rader, uh, in dividing up the work of cardiology early on. Right. You know, I think they were about five to 10 years ahead of other places, really. You know, I think uh, structural heart disease wasn't there. General cardiologists did everything, and as technologies increase, you just that's just so hard to do. Right. I mean, it's really hard to do, and I think that's just uh, an indication. That I think we'll see this ongoing, uh, uh, good or bad. It's just the way it is. Specialization, where we start to break down, where we have different uh, uh, populations or, or diagnoses we individually take care of. You know, I, I think give an idea of how. I mean, you're in the hospital all day long, and then in the old days, um, I mean, you might call for a cardiology consult on your patient if it's not an emergency, right? I mean, meaning life-threatening. Um, the cardiologist might say, okay, yeah, great, happy to see that patient. I'll be there after clinic tonight at 5. Right. could be 9 a.m., you know, if it's not an emergency. Uh, that's changed, hasn't it? Tell us how that's changed. It's changed a lot. Um the ER will call us with any cardiac patients that are patients that they feel need cardiac assessment, and we go down to the ER and see them. The hospitals will um, 
consult us on patients, you know, new AFib, something that they would have sent patients to the clinic for maybe before and say, hey, can you help us treat this instead of um, making the patients wait for a controlled AFib, you know, just so cardiology is on board. Um, patients with chest pain who might just be non-cardiac, we're sometimes evaluating those patients too, where I think the threshold is a little bit lower for consulting cardiology, just so nothing's missed. I, I Actually, I was sitting in a meeting yesterday. Were you on that chest pain observation committee work group? I don't think so, no. Okay. Uh, and that, that's one of their drivers of quality is how quickly, even if you know it's pretty low risk for it to be cardiac chest pain, mm-hmm. how, how quickly are you making that diagnosis? You know, so how long are you making that patient wait? Uh, because a percentage of them are going to be real, right? Right, right. And... So then potentially you're delaying the diagnosis in people that pre- present atypically. Right. So it's interesting you say that because that is going to be a marker going forward that somebody shows up with, you know, whatever term you want to use, funny bunny, chest pain, right. et cetera, that th- th- they, they should be given the same priority to make a diagnosis as they would if they had concerning chest pain, you know, right. because there is going to be a percentage that present like that. Very true. Now, the, the nurse practitioners that work with cardiology service, is that Monday through Friday or is someone here on the weekends? Um, it's just Monday through Friday. I, I know Diane covers sometimes on the weekends. Hoover, but, Diane Hoover, yeah. But um, yeah, Monday through Friday. Yeah. I was saying because clinically I usually work the weekend because mm-hmm. my other, the just time consumption of this internationally known podcast takes up a lot of my time <laughs> Monday through Friday. And, uh, and so I, I talk to Diane quite a bit on the weekends. Um, or she's our ACLS expert, isn't she? We, she is, we, yes. We're glad she's here. Yes. Um, but uh, tell me what sort of, how did you get, and, well, you tell the story because I know the, the backstory, but how, why did you choose cardiology? Um, I actually was a nurse in the cardiac field for about 10 years. Um, I actually worked at Mercy in Iowa City, and then I worked here as a telemetry nurse and uh, so when I finished my NP school, then I decided that cardiology was kind of my pathway to go. Did do you, what, what sense of satisfaction do you get from being a cardiology nurse or nurse practitioner? I mean, we're helping people every day and, you know, people can see that it's life changing. Like, oh, they helped us. We're going to make it. <laughs> it's scary to be told you have a heart condition or to feel, you know, when you're having a heart attack that. Am I going to make it through this? Right, right. So, I think I think also each specialty or each floor has its own personality, and in my position, I get to experience them all just because I touch them all. And definitely, the telemetry cardiac nurses—they like to find problems and fix them. Right, right. The problems are fixable. Yeah, usually. right. So they have that sort of personality. Where the psychiatry, the, their their long term ability to help people, they they love to do, and rehab has a different personality of seeing people get better and having goals, and maybe it takes a little bit longer. But it is interesting how um, I could have predicted you'd be a cardiac NP before you even went to NP school when I right. back then. So <laughs> it's it it is it's predictable. We've talked about inpatient. What's the average length of stay that someone's in the hospital for heart disease? Um, so if they're coming in with a myocardial infarction, a heart attack, sometimes they get to go home the same day. You know, they go to the cath lab, they get a stent, uh, they recover, and they get to go home the same day. 
Um, other times they may need to stay a few days. Uh, just kind of depends on if they're stable or not. Um, also, you know, we see patients with heart failure. They might be here for up to a week um, to diuresis and like just start to improve. So it really just depends. Um, we also see the patients with open heart surgery. I feel like their average stay is four to five days. So it's it's pretty quick. My, my dad had open heart surgery. He's in the t- first 20 that were done here, in the late 70s, whatever that was, oh, 78, wow. something more in there. And I remember him being here for like 14 days and everything went perfect. Right. You know, just because, and now, gosh, they're off the ventilator that day or the next day. They're, they're off walking the, the same night. Yeah, yes. that is, it's, that is amazing. Um, I can remember in the late nineties when we started taking people off the ventilator post-operative for heart, like the same day, that was like earth shattering. Right. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, are you, are you crazy? And now that's, that's nothing. We talked about why you chose cardiology. And you do a great job, by the way. Um, but where do you see cardiology going in the next five years? Um, I think that as technology increases, that we're going to be able to do more and more um, procedures that are not as invasive. Um, for instance, you know, uh, in order to get your valve fixed in the past, you used to have open heart surgery no matter what. And now they have ways to fix the valves through the groin, through the vessels rather than opening up the chest. So I think that we're going to have more and more of that kind of thing where patients aren't going under such a big procedure. Um, Sure. Well, and I think that dovetails into or is prologue to upcoming podcasts that are are, uh, with the the structural heart program to talk more about that. We'll have Dr. either Dr. Kettlecamp or Dr. Caroni come in and talk about structural heart and give some more because they've done some really cool things of recently. We want to talk about that. Right. Yeah. Well, Tiffany, thanks for being here. It was It's nice to catch up with you. Uh, once again, this is Tiffany Ayler, a uh, nurse practitioner with the cardiology clinic and works predominantly in inpatient cardiology. Uh, if you have more interest in uh, cardiac care here at St. Luke's, which is the heart care hospital, uh, please visit uniopoint.org backslash heart care. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Live Well Talk On. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. And if you want to spread the word, please give us a five-star review and tell your family, friends, neighbors, strangers about our podcast. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, be well.